Hey friend, my name is Amy Joy and this is the Make for a Beautiful podcast. My friend asked me how I went from not praying for eight years to being able to hear the Holy Spirit. So I've been reflecting on my journey and you can go back. This is episode three as it relates to my own story. After I had a dramatic experience related to prayer, I thought, I wonder what else I can do. And one of the things that my mom had recommended probably 10 years before was that if you have a long list of people to pray for, you can divide it up in a really interesting way. And I'm not going to get into the specifics of it right now. I have a book that will come out at some point called Prayer Refresh Expansion, and it's super awesome and explains my whole process. But uh, it's a way of praying for a lot of people on a rotating basis and keeping it kind of fresh and exciting. So that's all good. What happened though, is that I had had this idea. My mom had given me this idea probably 10 years before, and I had tried it off and on probably four times in the intervening years. And each time I would make it for about a week maybe, and then I would give up. And if you've ever tried to pray through a list, especially if the list is say 40 names long, at some point it feels a little bit like all I'm doing is saying, bless mom, bless dad, bless my sister, bless my brothers, bless my husband, bless my children. And it, it's not terribly effective. It's kind of what we could say, but if you break the list up a little bit, then you can start to feel like, no, I am actually praying and listening for each one of these people. And I am, I'm focusing on them. And you know, Paul talks about how he says, In all my prayers for all of you, I always pray with joy, or I thank my God on every remembrance of you. And I think there's a part where when you put on a card, the people that you love and the friends that you love and the ministries that you care about, it's so satisfying to be able to remember them before the throne of grace. It feels really like I'm just being Paul. I'm just remembering the ones that I love. And so I started to do that every morning. And the thing that changed for me though, first of all, was there wasn't a time restriction for it. And at that season, my son, who was 15 or 16, was working at a farm about 20 minutes away. And so I usually would have to drive or we would have to drive him. And so I would drop him off and then I would pray through my list on the way home. And it was, it was beautiful. And I found that sometimes my list would start to take longer and longer. And at some point after a year or two, I, I don't know that I did it any longer, but for, I did it for many months and it was very beautiful for that whole time. And I felt like periodically the Lord would say, reach out to this particular friend and here's what you want to say to them. And, and I would do it. And it was so precious when that would happen. And The other thing that it did though, is it taught me to be okay with being imperfect. And this is maybe unique to me. (laughs) Oh my word, it maybe is. But what would happen in the past is I would read something. I remember very clearly actually once reading a story that Shirley Dobson had told about, maybe Dr. Dobson told it about his wife, about how from the time she was seven, she prayed every day for her future husband that's why Dr. Dobson was as awesome as he was or something like that. You know, and you're kind of like, dang it, I 
I totally missed the boat. You know, I'm whatever at the time, probably 37 or something like I'm 30 years out of date. Drat. Oh, well, might as well give up. And, uh, so there's a part where maybe if you were to tell that story to somebody when they were six, that might be helpful. But even then, like, what if you got the flu and you forgot a day? Well, then you're still not as awesome as Shirley Dobson. Too bad for you. So I think embarrassing for me to admit that this is kind of how my mind works, but it honestly is how I would think. And so I would, I would start to pray and then I would forget a day. And rather than feel like, well, at least I prayed for some people this week, I would try to maybe catch up or I would beat myself up. And at some point it's not actually fun to be living all the time with a sense of guilt and failure. I'm just saying it's not actually my favorite thing. And so I would quit. And in retrospect, or what I did differently this time and what I probably should have done all the other times if I had had the mental wherewithal to realize it was it, I needed to say I'm after more prayer this month than last month or I am thankful for what I'm able to do and I'm not beating myself up for what I'm not able to do and then just leave it at that and say to God be the glory my life is his and if I I realized too, like the people on Saturday and Sundays oftentimes would get the shaft because I had a pretty set pattern for the first five days of the week, but you know, Saturday and Sunday were often off. And, and then you're like, well, they're getting some prayer. That's going to be better than me not praying for them at all. I'll, I'll just trust that the Lord is working it out. So I think there was a huge learning curve for me to say, you do what you can. And if you don't pray daily from the time you're seven, then you actually get to start whatever day you start and be at peace with that. So Jesus, I thank you. <laughs> Even as it's really embarrassing to admit this part of my life story. I do thank you that you call us and that in the ways that maybe our thinking is a little bit silly, that you in your infinite mercy are willing to just adjust us a little bit. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Lord. And I thank you that you actually love it when we pray. No matter how imperfectly, you just love it because you love us as your children. Thank you, Jesus. Amen.